Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. We're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. We are back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of What You Do Win, a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. I am so happy to be back and joined by my friends. But first off, let me introduce myself. I am someone who loves all restaurants themed after aquatic mammals. As long as I don't have to eat any of the aquatic mammals, it is me, Felipe, and I am not alone. As always, I am joined by someone who never likes to blink, but often has to because he's a human. It's Davis, comma, Will. Am I going to try and go this whole two hours without blinking? I think you already failed. I'm not going to do that. I've already blinked a lot. Um, yeah, I'm here with my my invisible tiger. Call me the invisible tiger king. Um, I'm excited. I am excited too. And as always, it's been so joined, long. It has. It's been two and a half weeks since you recorded. Yeah. That's Almost wild. three weeks. Now we're in three different time zones. Wow. That, wow. that is stressful. That, that lovely voice you have heard is the one and only Navi. She is just here to stand Stacy because Stacy was amazing this episode. Yes, she was. I also don't like waiting in line for restaurants. So I, I uh, understood Candace in that moment there. Especially when her family owns the restaurant. Like, man, please. Yeah. Well, did you all hear that? No, just me. I, I heard something. I don't know what it was. It was a motorcycle speeding by. Mm. I think I live on the side of the street. So, Mm. yes, we have. This is what happens when you get L.A. Felipe in a bit. (laughs) Yeah, I have no, I have some furniture. I don't have like a desk chair. So I am recording from the couch. So apologies if my audio is a little wonky today. Um, Felipe is that meme where it's like, can you believe men live like this? And it's just a TV sitting on the ground and a lawn chair is <laughs> all he's got in his living room. Okay, listen, I got I got a TV, and then I also got my Star Wars Lego set, mm. and uh-huh. a pumpkin, who I'm gonna name Wesley. I have to have the essentials. For, so, so the Star Wars Lego set is that made or is it just a box? No, I haven't opened the box yet because I just got it like two days ago. I'm just, but, I'm just trying to paint. I'm just trying to paint calendar. the picture of the room. That, that the, furni- the furniture here is not a made-up Lego set. It's a box 
inside of it containing a bunch of loose Legos and instructions on how to turn them into something Star Wars. Like, Ikea ripped off the Legos company, and I, I'm <laughs> waiting for the cease and desist. Ikea's Legos for grown-ups. Mm, but far less fun. Legos are Legos for grown-ups. Well, that's why it's for grown-ups. Nothing no. for grown-ups is fun. Ugh. Sometimes. There are some things that are fun <laughs> for We're not here talking about a grown-up show. True. But <laughs> Doofenshmirtz was on a date. So that was a grown-up activity. Yeah. I mean, that to be fair, I did go on dates in middle school and high school. So, um, and uh, obviously, our favorite what a flex. Our favorite couple of the podcast, Sam and Chandler, met in middle school. Uh, well, Chandler? they've known each other forever. Okay, but they've been dating since middle school. Or they school? started dating right before they graduated high school. Oh, um, never mind. Yeah, I was going to be like they, they had been friends since like like. It, they were children like i don't children. live on any of these but i told will that i there was one apartment that i was looking at that was on a chandler boulevard or something mm. and then there was one that was like the davis complex or something i was like it's too early in their marriage for me to have to pick a side and luckily for them i didn't have to pick a side i found somewhere else and i'm not gonna give my address on this podcast but it is not on either of those can areas. i give your address on this podcast i don't think you know my address yet do you oh wait you do Oh, do I ever? You posted it in the Discord chat. I was like, "Give me presents." I'm, I'm gonna, photos. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it out loud just so you have to edit this podcast. No, don't make me do work. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. I forgot to tell you in the pre-show. I'll tell you later. But I got a job. Ooh. Uh, it's a, it's another COVID production assistant health and safety thing. Unless we go on strike, then I don't have a job, and I find Ooh. out later this week. Are you excited to potentially go on strike? I'm not in the union, so I am <laughs> okay. excited for, for the strike because it means better wages and livable and more affordable life and less, like, abuse in the industry. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what that means for me, so I you know, am stressed. But uh, like SpongeBob, we're going on strike. We're going on strike. You know who else is not in the union? Perry the Platypus. Oh, he needs a union. Me and Perry are going on strike together. It's, Let's do it. It's, it's been so long since we've actually talked about this show. I've almost forgotten how to do it. But uh, this week was, uh, what was that first episode? Don't Even Blink and Shay Platypus. Yes. And who's taking us through Don't Even Blink? That would be me. Yes, Navi. Pop off queen. Right. Yes. So the episode starts off with Candace just raring to go busting her brothers as usual while Stacy's just chilling with her teen preen magazine talking about she got really uh, actually an important insight that uh, boys are human beings too and you should treat them as such surprising I know yes but anyway Stacy tells Candace that she's focused too much on busting her brothers so um and that if she wants to indeed bust them, instead of just getting her mom to see them, they should go to wherever uh, the, I guess, inventions uh, disappear to, uh, which is probably a pretty sound idea if they actually knew where they all went. They usually just end up like in space or whatever. The Doofenshmirtz mm -hmm. inventions usually take them. And we see what uh, happens. We, we see what happens in the second episode. And then I was like, wait, satellite fell to Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, I interrupted you. No, it's all G. I was like floundering there for a moment. It's been a minute, guys. Um, so uh, Stacy and Candace go downstairs to the backyard um, and they ask Ken, uh, Phineas and Ferb to build something really big and obvious so that they can keep an eye on it to see where it disappears to. Uh, is this a good uh, way to spend a day for two teenage girls? <laughs> Just watching two like elementary school kids build something so that they can try and bust them. Nah, this is this is a, a binum kind of day. Like, I mean, I would ride mm-hmm. the roller coaster. That looked fun, like the Astro Orbiter thing that they have at Disney World or the Dumbo ride. It's basically that, but like mm-hmm. tricked yeah. out. But I yeah, Candace, Candace needs to find a new hobby for this day. This day was a bust. I mean, th- like, this seems like they were trying to recreate the do nothing day. Yeah. Uh, except instead of instead of actually relaxing and doing nothing, it's like do nothing and also don't even blink. Yeah, I, I do it's, think it's this like, was more like, uh, that uh, um, that Fox reality channel show Solitary, where they like mm-hmm. submit I didn't themselves see it, but to I some to kind the of rewind. punishment. Uh, it's it's wild, but also yeah. like that's like they're willingly putting themselves through torture here. Starring John Paglia from Survivor Vanuatu. Yeah. He's insane. He's probably out here, maybe in some in some alleyway. Oh, maybe he's, he's the motorcycle. Maybe I would run for the hills, the woodland hills. Also, of course, Stacy like getting roped into this. Like she just wants to read her teen preen magazine, and Candace is making her do look out with her. Stacy is an unbothered queen, and we stand. Were either of you big magazine people when you were younger, or not? Nah? How old do you think I am? Older than me. Um, <laughs> yeah. How old do you think I am? I'm not no. magazine old. I did get, <laughs> when Sweet Life on Deck was premiering, I did get the Sweet Life on Deck magazine. I was like, yes, come through. That was the only I think thing. About, Sam, Sam was way into uh, the Sports Illustrated for Kids magazine. Yeah. Did they have um, these in America, like these like sticker books in Brazil that like, that you would get so I had a world cup one from the 2006 world cup and then you would like buy sticker packets and like kind of like a trading card pack and then you would just like stick them into the book of every player and then they would have like stadium pictures and uh I will find some photos online and send it to you um but it was like my jam I think I had a Madagascar one too it was like scenes from the movie top while I try to find information yeah I mean uh, probably I never I never had one of these no, me neither. But I'm also not a sports person, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, uh, Perry is uh, to go to his mission. And it, like, the the way he gets to the lair is, like, pretty funny. It's just, like, flashing lights. And he, like, tries to go discreetly. But the girls aren't paying attention to him anyway. So he's able to get to the lair. Yeah, it's um, it's like the most obvious version of this they've ever had. It's it's loud, it's blinking lights, but since they're not uh turning away from this uh uh ride at all, the the what they call it, the like the big obvious ride, giant obvious yeah. ride, something like this. Um they're they don't even see it. I I I liked this bit. Yeah, me too. And then uh, when uh, he gets down to the lair, Major Monogram's like, oh, I'm getting ready for like my trip to Vegas. Um, which I don't know if I'd want to go to Vegas. It seems really crowded and very loud. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, Sorry. I've I've heard uh, uh, not the best things about Vegas. Uh, just just uh, you know, in terms of never been a lot of reality money. star events in Vegas, but um, I've been to Vegas twice. The first time was lots of fun. I definitely want to go back. Um, I think okay. it's fun to go with friends, and yeah, just, I someone who can tell me not to gamble when I need to stop gambling. Mm. Um, yeah, or if someone in the group needs to gamble, you do it. You make it the smartest person in the group. <laughs> but I, I enjoy Vegas. Like, I, honestly, the thing I like most about Vegas is like, it feels so vibrant and full of life. And mm. like, it kind of like New York in a way, but less like grimy and like, like Vegas. New York, like but in the middle of a desert. Yes. And like open liquor laws. Oh, okay. So you can like, yeah. You brought me back. <laughs> William was like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if my neighbors think I'm insane. They're like, why is this man talking about Vegas and Phineas and Ferb? You live in LA. Everyone's insane. True. Is that why, is that why Rob left? He's like, I can't be seen as insane anymore. Maybe. I don't know. Isn't it Anyways. also just very expensive in LA? Hmm? Isn't it also just very expensive to live in LA? Well, he lived in the Valley, which is like where like people live when they have kids. So probably more expensive, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's definitely an expensive city. Although, like my apartment, I feel like is the same price as like a apartment in Boston. The ones that I was like looking at when I considered staying in Boston. So mm-hmm. um, Boston is an underreported expensive city. Yeah, um, well, that's where like yeah. all like the big schools are, right? Yeah, that's yep. Yeah, all the it's a big college area. Yeah. Anyway, Major Monogram gives Perry his assignment, uh, which is that Dr. Doofenshmirtz is making an, invincibi- an invisibility ray. And so Perry has to go and stop him from doing that. Uh, meanwhile, Phineas and Ferb invite Isabella, Buford, and Balji to help them with the ride, uh, with, to watch the ride with them. Um, and Perry arrives at the Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated building um, and gets trapped in an invisible cage uh, containing an invis- invisible tiny cup uh, to occupy Perry while he's trapped in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, how would, we'll get into this later when we talk about mm-hmm. the invisible tiger. How does uh, Doof know where all these things are considering that he can't keep track of any of it later on in the episode? I think you've answered it right there. He doesn't. Okay. <laughs> Maybe there's just so, so just... many things. He he remembers a few of them. But there's so many things that we don't know about that we only see uh, the ones he does. Yeah, so I guess Perry, he just got lucky that Perry walked into that cage then. Um, yeah. Yeah, so then Doof shows him the Invisinator. Um and the reason why he built this was so that he didn't have to answer the door whenever fireside girls would try to sell cookies to him. Uh, but the way he tells this story is so funny. Yes. Um, because it's it's related to like, like I feel like everyone our age, um, I'm not answering the door for anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh if, if someone knocks on my door, I am like hitting the floor. Don't let them see that I'm home. Um, but he's, he's telling this story. He's like, oh yeah, you know, the fireside girls, they're knocking on my door so they can sell me cookies. 
they see me through the window, but I don't want to answer the door because I don't want to have to buy cookies. And so you, you think he's going to be like, oh, I invented this invisible ray so they don't have to see me. But no, he's like, I it made the ray so I can shoot them so I don't have to see them whenever they're selling me cookies. It's a good bit. Yeah. A, as always, a, classic, a classic reversal, as we always get. Yeah, uh, way to overcomplicate things. Um, so uh, he later tells Perry that he's annoyed that when his shades are up, he can see that they're home. Uh, also, why doesn't he just turn the blinds off? Like, especially when it gets dark anyway, like that's like the MO, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so this is where Doof releases the invisible tiger, but instead of attacking Perry, it attacks Doof. And so like Doof has to like try to get it back into the, uh, uh, where it was before in that little garage, I guess, in his uh, apartment with like the chair mm -hmm. and the little whippy thing. Um, and that's where uh, Perry is able to escape. Uh, and they kind of just like fool around with the invisibility ray, uh, like mm -hmm. different parts of them become invisible and then not become invisible. It was very, it was a very fine uh, action scene sequence there, I would say. There's, there's a whole, uh, uh, you know, if there were a Phineas and Ferb out of context, it would be, Doofenshmirtz gets hit in the lower half of his body uh, and Perry gets hit in the head and he's like, oh, you're, you're just a bottom now. And he says something and he, oh, you're, he says, oh, Perry, you're just a bottom. And now I'm a top. Uh, and I will let you infer <laughs> what he actually means by that. Candace isn't the only one trying to bust today. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we saw Doofenshmirtz in the second episode. He was definitely trying to trying to get something. Trying to bust. Bust it makes me feel good. <laughs> uh, I missed this. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so they have their whole they have their whole top bottom fight. Yes, as, as one does. Um, Especially in the uh, what would you call this, like fan fiction streets? Um, so yeah, this is this is the Wattpad episode, <laughs> the fanfiction.com episode. <laughs> Remaining meeting time, ten minutes. What on flat Earth is that? So back at the Flynn Fletcher household, uh, the kids get off the ride, um, and that's when uh, Perry jumps off the ride and starts uh, making the ride invisible and then non-invisible, which mm -hmm. drives Candace like up the wall. Uh, mm -hmm. Linda drives into the driveway, and uh, Candace gets the idea, oh, hey, maybe it's motion censored uh in the driveway so then she tells linda to back up and then linda backs up and the ride reappears again she drives back into the driveway and it, it reappears and then it disappears again um and so she tells uh candace tells linda hey can you like park in front of the house and then you can see the contraption from the front of the house and so linda does that and then that's when the contraption stays invisible uh the entire time mm -hmm. uh candace loses her shit as she does and then she moves up 
to uh, then she runs up to the uh, the ride and realizes, oh, hey, it's still tangible. You just can't see it. So she runs to the garage, gets a, a can of paint, and like it's just like sloshing everywhere. Like if mm-hmm. I were Linda, I would be like super annoyed. Mm-hmm. And then she like tries to like dunk the paint onto the the ride, but it disappeared by that point. Uh, and Candace uh, has her uh, little meltdown there, uh, and Linda just tells her, "Hey, as long as you clean up, you can join us for cookies." Mm-hmm. And that's basically the end of the episode. So, what do we think about uh, don't uh, uh, the episode here? So, I have a big problem with their play. They have like eight or nine people here, and their whole their whole deal is we're all going to all stare at this all at the same time, and none of us are going to blink, and all of us are going to be miserable. They have so many people. They can take turns. They can take turns blinking. Exactly. They can take turns shutting their eyes, which means also whenever, like, whenever Linda first gets there and the first time the thing disappears and everyone turns around at the same time, they didn't have to do that. They could just have, like, one person keep looking at the thing and everyone else turn, or even just one person turn and look at Linda, and everyone else keep looking at the thing. That way someone sees it disappear and why it disappeared. That was the whole point of all this. We've got nine people. That's 18 total eyes. They don't all have to be looking in the same direction all the time. That's 18 I mean, sets be, of eyeballs. Well, it's only nine fair. sets of eyeballs. But, to be huh? fair. No. Oh, 18 individual eyes. Mm-hmm. There we go. I can yeah. do that. And I mean, to be fair, most of the eyes that were looking were a bunch of uh, elementary school kids and mm-hmm. one teenager who was not all that invested in it and just wanted to read her magazine. Remind so me what Stacy's sister's name is. Ginger? Yeah. Ginger, okay. I was heated. If I was Stacy, I would have been heated if Candace yelled at my sister like that. I don't know. Candace like snapped at her. I was like- Yeah, she did. Oh. I would I would pick a fight if someone yelled at my brother like that. Only I can yell at him like that. Also, there were like moments throughout the episode here. Uh, Felipe, as the uh, resident uh, Balji Buford Schiffer here, uh, there are a lot of. I didn't know where you're going when you were like, as the resident Ball. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Balji. No, no, okay. Speaking of no, but there were like instances where like Buford was really mean to Balji. I was. Yeah. That. Yeah, I, he was nagging him though. The line where uh uh um, no no I'm gonna take that back. That wasn't even nagging, that was borderline abusive. And Belgi needs to like needs to sign a prenup because uh protect no, your money, Belgi. He doesn't but, need to, to sign a prenup, he just needs to not date him. Like you okay, want them to but Buford grows like p- children can be problematic, but sometimes they're kind individuals. Sounds like you're the one being gaslit here. Yeah. You're you're maybe, accepting maybe I'm a so toxic desperate for representation that I will accept it in any way. But I don't think this is positive representation. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, let's let's have all of our Okay, let's go our... back to let's go back to Doof being this Buford line, this Buford line I wanted to mention was whenever Candace was like, Y'all mind doing this all day? And Buford's like, my schedule is flexible. And then, but he's like sitting on top of Balji, and is like, and, like, <laughs> and, like, and I used to be. So sad. Line. Feel bad for Balji there. I do not stand that relationship. Not my OTP. 
No, my OTP is Perry and Peter. Oh, Peter's so cute. Yeah, Rob King from the Brand Steel. Any any last thoughts on this episode? Um, I wouldn't have thought Doofenshmirtz was a top. I'll just say that. Okay. Yeah. Would you Would you care to elaborate? No. <laughs> I I I can't follow up with that. Just go to the next episode. Okay. okay. So, uh, Shay Platypus. Uh, I feel like there's there's not a lot of real like meat to the plot here. No pun intended. Um, but this was one that like. I didn't recognize it by name, but I I remembered so much of this episode after watching it that I, I remember I, it was the restaurant one, and I remembered part. That's the only one because of like shape platypus. But mm-hmm. I'm curious to see when I'm gonna get to the point where I was like, oh, I don't remember like most of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Phineas and Ferb they wake up and they're they're having a discussion and they're talking about how um, their parents took them to this trendy restaurant the night before. Um, but all of the the food was too small. They didn't get a lot of. It was too small. Um, have you, have either of you seen um, "Always Be My Maybe" with Ali Wong and uh, Randall Park? No, mm-hmm. there's a. Do you care if I like give a soft spoiler? No, go ahead. Um, including like a uh, actor who's in it. Um, so Keanu Reeves and Ali Wong's character date. Like mm-hmm. she dates Keanu Reeves, and he he's such a douchebag in this movie. Uh, they go to this like bougie-ass restaurant where they like it's like that it's not even real food it's like fermented air is like one of the dishes mm-hmm. and like like so it, that's what it felt like when the trendy restaurant that Phineas mm-hmm. was talking about like the food is so small mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah so so they they want to have a good restaurant that is both fun to go to and trendy and has good food uh, so they decide to make it themselves, and they make they make the restaurant called Shea Platypus. It's a, a platypus themed restaurant, and it is the the hottest restaurant in town. Uh, meanwhile, or so so, yeah, they get they get Isabella to help be like their their hostess for the restaurant, and they get the the fireside girls to come and like bust the tables and. All, all of their friends are working at the restaurant. Baljeet is going to be their, their soda jerk. Uh, and Buford is going to be the bodyguard. He's going to be there. No, I thought he was going to make milkshakes. Yeah, yeah. The, the soda jerk is the, the person who operates the... Is that the, a term? Yeah. yeah I did not know that. Like a, like, an old, like a soda fountain. You know, like an old, old-timey soda yeah. fountain. The guy who makes the milkshakes is called the soda jerk. Yeah. I did not know it was called a soda yeah. jerk. And uh, Buford, Buford is gonna. Uh, how did he phrase it? Like rope. guard the rope. He's um, gonna be the guy who opens the velvet rope, and he always carries around his velvet rope. Yeah, he 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 wants to be the bouncer, and he brings the velvet rope with him. Um, it, it man, I love Buford in this in this bit here as as the bouncer. Yeah, big improvement when compared to the previous episode that we just yeah. talked about. Agreed. Um, is this the best Buford episode that we've gotten so far? Would you say? Ooh, let's look. Maybe. Let's see. I what think it season. is. 
I mean, it's it's probably the the best one of the season. Um. Uh, Grease Lightning. I feel like he wasn't problematic in that. That's a low bar to clear to say not problematic, though. <laughs> oh no, I think the Halloween one, not the Halloween one, the the one where he's like Susie, where we find out that he and Susie have beef. I think he was good in that oh, one. Yeah. The one good scare out of do you some good. Yeah, he was good in that one. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think this is my favorite Buford so far. Because he's not abusing Baljeet. Am I? Oh, God. Yay! Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Okay. okay. Yay! Um, so, meanwhile, uh, Candace gets a call from Stacy. And Stacy has heard through the grapevine that Jeremy wants to ask Candace out uh, for a date. Um, She's like Marvin Gaye over here. Yeah, she she heard it through the grapevine. Um, not like the the Megan Trainer song. Uh, uh, it was Charlie Puth. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, Ugh. I don't. I don't think. Uh, Is Charlie Puth canceled? Maybe. We'll talk about it. Okay, okay. I'm scared. I, I really do like his song with Elton John. Mm-hmm. Nathan, Nathan's a big Charlie Puth fan. Um, okay, let me go he had like one other good song, but yeah. I don't, don't tell Nathan that. Does he know that? Does he know that Charlie Puth is canceled? Maybe. Uh, what did Charlie Puth do? Uh, I don't know. I've I only heard about this today on on TikTok. That that uh, you know, we'll yeah, we'll investigate. We'll investigate after. Here, um, I'll ask someone to text me if they know the tea. I was going to go on a Megan Trainer tangent about how how Candace she's married to the kid oh, from she Spy Kids. Too. She's married to the kid from Spy Kids, and they have toilets that sit right next to each other in their house. Huh? They have they have his and hers toilets, so they can poop together. That's so disturbing. Uh, so, what's less disturbing is that that. Uh, Jeremy is taking Candace on a date uh, to a new fancy hip restaurant, and it turns out it's the one that her brothers own. Um, so they're they're waiting in the very long line for for uh, to get in because uh, they they don't have a reservation. Nobody has reservations, uh, so they're they're waiting in the long line to get in, uh, and Buford won't let them in because their name's not on the list. Uh, and and Candace is throwing a fit. He's like, "How how could you not let me in? You know, my brothers own the place. You should you should let me in." And Buford's like, "I don't I don't know what to tell you. You're not on the list." Is this Karen behavior from Candace? It's Karen Light. Yeah. I'm a I'm, I'm, contemplative. Is it like she she should like get special treatment? Family like oh yeah. Did you not watch Fast and the Furious? <laughs> Like family should come first. La familia. <laughs> yeah, but... I think this is this is really Phineas and Ferb's fault. I, I think we got a tweet from John John about this. This is really Phineas and Ferb's fault for not putting oh, her well, on. Oh well, I can't see the tweet because uh, I'm in Twitter. Jail. <laughs> now, can you explain why you're in Twitter jail? Uh, yeah. So I I woke up this morning. Uh, it is what day is it today? It is Wednesday, Wednesday October thirteenth. 
so I woke up to this morning on thir Wednesday, October 13th. I checked my phone. I see, oh, I have two DM notifications on Twitter and I cannot access them when I arrive onto the app because apparently I was suspended for breaking the rules of Twitter. I don't know what rules I broke considering I barely use Twitter, but I'm very annoyed. And I tried Maybe that was the rule was you didn't use it enough. Maybe, but I've not no, Navi, used it enough. Navi's like, a big liker. Yeah, I like a lot of things, mostly fan art. Maybe that's why. Oh no. Maybe fan like, art or like or like uh or like Doofenshmirtz is a bottom fan art. No, that is not no, fan no. art. That is that is that is an erotica. That, ew. Yeah. No, I filed an appeal because that's what it's called when your account is suspended. You have to file an appeal to mm -hmm. Twitter, and then like I filed the appeal. I replied to the email that they sent, and then a couple of hours later, they're like, "Yeah, you broke the rules." I'm like, "What rules? They didn't mm -hmm. give me any evidence of what rules I broke." So I don't know. In like a couple of days, if my account isn't restored, I am going to the. You know what we gotta do? We gotta mm -hmm. we gotta message Chappelle, and Chappelle mm. will. I I will ask Chappelle to like get it involved, um, because he tweeted at um, Twitter earlier today. That's the hashtag so. this week. Hashtag free Navi. Free Navi. <laughs> Uh, so, Let me draft a message to Chappelle while you talk. So while while um, Buford is not letting Candace in, uh, Doofenshmirtz comes up, and Doofenshmirtz is on a date, on a date with a woman voiced by Sheena Easton, uh, and he just he just slips slips Buford a cool twenty, and it's like, uh, hey, can uh, can we get in? And yeah, he lets him in. Uh, so. Uh, Doofenshmirtz and his date uh, are eating at the at the fancy restaurant. Um, I didn't write this down. The what his his scheme here is. I think his innator is called the D Loveinator, and it makes people not fall in love. He's he's like a big big incel energy from Doofenshmirtz. He's he's tired of of you know not having someone in love with him, so he's he's thinking about this this D Loveinator to keep everyone from falling in love with each other and he's got this little remote that makes people not be in love uh, and it's connected to some to some satellite that will that will come up later uh, but he's he's on this date and this whole time he's like saying something and his his date will say one thing like she's like oh i'm i'm super into blonde guys and he's like oh this this date's not going well i gotta activate the delovinator um but then well but then uh, she's like, but I can't resist a guy in a lab coat. And it's like, oh, okay, the date's going great now. And then, uh, yeah, like this bit happens a couple times, whether or not he's going to press the button on this D-Lovinator. He's going to press the button. No, he's not. Um, I, I ship these two. We never see this lady again, yeah. right? This is the last time we see even, even Sheena Easton's voice. Sheena Easton... Uh, she sang that that like uh, when will he call me song a couple weeks ago. The bop. <laughs> yeah, but this is uh, this song that she sings in this episode is the the last time she shows up here. Do we know that uh, if she recorded this back to back? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. When will he call me? 
Um, so what else? What else happens here? Um, more more hijinks of Candace not being able to get into the restaurant. At some point, the once the dinner service wraps up, um, platypus restaurants are no no longer like in anymore. So everyone leaves, and Phineas and Ferb sell the restaurant to someone else. Uh, and they just like connect it to a helicopter and fly the whole restaurant away. Like the whole shell of a building moves away, and it's just like it's just tables is all that's Which left. I don't understand. So they they built three parts of the structure, but not the floor. Yeah, you know, I, you know. Well, actually, when it was going up, didn't it have the floor attached? And I got really confused when it was mm. flying up with the floor. I'm like, wait, how did the the table still stay if the floor is attached? Maybe I just like like didn't see it properly. No but. questions about the table. Um, <laughs> sorry, I this is this is any any chance to make a I think you should leave reference. Uh, I I have to, uh, but yeah, maybe this is some some weird cartoon physics again mm-hmm. maybe there's two floors and one is actually the ground and then whenever it no i i can't do this i can't figure it or out maybe maybe it's a goof on imdb mm, oh yeah let's 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 MDB goofs let's see the the goofs on the phineas and ferb wiki are it's there the any goof? errors oh. Um, let's see. The restaurant obviously has a floor, but when it is lifted by the helicopter, the floor is not shown on the restaurant or the ground. Okay. There you go. I guess I missed saw that. Then. Thank you, Phineas and Ferb Wiki. Um, so that's, yeah, then, then Candace is like, oh, mom, you got to put a stop to this whenever there's a restaurant there. But then afterwards, it's just tables. And Jeremy wants to still wants to take her on a nice date on the tables in the backyard. Uh, and they have a very, very sweet moment where they actually get to have their, their dinner date together. Uh, and speaking of, of sweet moments and dates, uh, this is where we get the song from Doofenshmirtz and his date, Sheena Easton. And they're, they're singing, I think it's called evil love. Um, but I, I, this this line about like an evil boy meets an evil girl a happy evil love song that's what it's called i remember this song pretty pretty Same. well and the visuals as well but yeah the sheena easton parts hit the damn mm-hmm. Paul Meyer parts not so much sorry doof uh but yeah that, that that's kind of what what uh so that that's also going to be the credit stinger is just this song again yeah um do you think they met via strudel cutie Probably. 9924, whatever it is. Uh, 4427? That might be it. Um, oh, but, we're going to make him a Tinder. You know, we all have dreams at some point, and then, and then we, we record 30 episodes of a show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's... At the end of this montage, this satellite that uh, crashed earlier is now falling... It lands on the on the little pier next to Doofenshmirtz and his date, um, and then she gets hit with the ray, and she is no longer in love with him. And then she leaves, and we never see her again. And Doofenshmirtz is back to being sad and lonely. Just the way the universe. Mm-hmm. 
lusted for it. Um, yeah, that, I think that's that's all I have for the episode. Any anything I missed? Any any final thoughts? Um, well, did we talk about the Badgers? Oh yeah, so that was part of whenever uh, the the platypus restaurants aren't in anymore. It's it's uh, badger restaurants are now the the popular thing. Speaking of badger, this is going to be a quick tangent, but a few nights ago I had a dream. William, you were involved. Okay, you're not making was, up this dream, are you? No, it was uh like you were rewatching Breaking Bad. Uh-huh. But the final season was very different than how okay. I remembered it. And you then were involved in Breaking Bad and Hell you yeah. were helping Skylar search for Walter White and then Badger showed up. Badger's a character from Breaking mm. Bad. Um, yeah, in order for me to rewatch and Breaking TJ Bad, was I there. have to first watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> and TJ was there and then Walter White got killed in a grassy hill and you and TJ ran away. I was like, huh? And we I got him good. TJ but that was that was my dream um yeah yeah. sometime soon he he will be on this podcast soon i've i've sent him the the scheduling list he's gonna get back to me yes i really enjoyed that was the first podcast i listened to in like almost a week uh eatb and that was the first one i moved up to the top and i really enjoyed your your just the two of us with tj thank you um you talked about minions and hair yeah and and I'm pissed at Taco Bell. It. I'm pissed at yes. Taco Bell. What the hell, Taco Bell? <laughs> Sorry. Let's, you also, you also, I could tell you all about The Bachelor and like I, the toxic bass stories of yeah. everyone. I don't, I don't want to relitigate this other podcast because I don't want to get worked up about Taco Bell again. Let's go for a musical is it break. Mu- is it musical break time? It is. Love 
was once a crazy dream. Now it's my new evil scheme. And I'm as happy as can be. It's the age old story how an evil boy meets an evil girl. We gotta love strong enough to rule the whole wide world. We both maniacally laugh at all the same stuff. I found my other half, yes. and then we'll be right back and we are back and like I said at the beginning it is good to be back with my friends and your friends Tigger and Pooh which one of you would be Tigger and which one of you would be Pooh that's the question I mean Pooh just wants honey and I just want food so also he's from he's Winnie I'm from Winnipeg Mm, yeah I was I was also gonna say that I would be Tigger and Navi would be Pooh Okay, but then who would I be in the ER. universe? No, I'm not depressed. <laughs> no, no. Um, I can't be at times, but general. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a... Tigger or Piglet? I feel like I'm a mix between Tigger and Pooh. Okay. Because I, like Honey, like not not Honey, like Navi, I also am I, I, I think I'm actually Pooh. closer to like Rabbit or yeah, Piglet has than rabbit I am Tigger. No, Jacob's Rabbit. Okay. And then... Hmm. AJ, AJ, who's the chaotic one? Oh, uh, Tigger. AJ can be Tigger. Yeah. Will can be Owl. Okay. Because he's smart. <laughs> Will doesn't seem happy about being Owl. I, I, I don't know Mr. anything Robin because she collects all these wackadoo people. <laughs> I, I don't, I admittedly, I don't know enough about the Pooh lore to be able to say. Oh, I was a big Winnie the Pooh kid. Like, yeah, me too. The search for Christopher Robin one of the top five greatest films in cinema history. <laughs> that, that's my stance. I watched that so many times as a kid. Um, the Tigger movie, like the, the loop de Duke Browns, musical genius. So anyways, let's get into our feedback. <laughs> um, Will, I don't get the reference on your Twitter, uh, but we don't have to talk Survivor. I, that was a reference i didn't get i it's it's from i think you should leave that's what i thought but i was i was gonna be like what if this is not or if it's from squid game and i haven't gotten to that episode and it'd be stupid yeah i've only seen one episode yeah well since since big brother's over i can't tweet from the i think you should leave big brother account anymore so i've just been tweeting i think you should leave me you probably get more followers anyways yeah yeah like the i think you should leave big brother account 
was all like the only people that would ever like the tweets were like me and my brothers and Mike Bloom. And I was, I was right. Yeah. Outside of like, when I still had a Twitter account. That's true. Outside of people who knew I ran the account, it was like just Mike Bloom. Did Mike Bloom know the, that you ran the account? I don't, I don't know, but I was, I mean, it's, it's probably obvious when the only person who likes every single one of those tweets is me. (laughs) Um, but and your and no, I was I was so thankful for every single Mike Bloom like. We love Mike Bloom. I I want to skim if he wants to burn an episode. We'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, also, John John wants to shout out to ahead. Mike Bloom. Spoilers, spoilers for anyone uh who has not this watched Black Widow Brigade on oh, YouTube yeah. yet. Oh yeah. yes. Um. But Mike Bloom and I played the same role in Black Widow Brigade, and he did much better like, than you. Well, Maxwell? we. we uh, yeah, Alexis Maxwell Jones. Uh, so we we we've talked a lot on this podcast about how me and Navi played this game, uh, like Navi, play testing it. Test? I was I don't know if I was Natalie White or Amber. I was one of those two, and I got mixed up partway through, and that <laughs> kind of effed me over because I forgot which one I was. Um, but but both both Mike Bloom and I uh, played as Alexis Maxwell Jones, and both Mike Bloom and I won. I think Mike Bloom did a better job, though. That's just my hunch. I'm oh, thinking. almost certainly. Um, but also, Amanda was robbed. Mike Bloom had a Dr. saucy comment. Oh, Amanda Queen, we stand. Do you think she would watch an episode of Fitness Affair with us? Oh, I hope so. Like, dream guest, honestly. Jason, if you're listening to this, tweet at her, please. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, I meant that in multiple ways. Like, Amanda was robbed. Karishma. Also, Karishma as Amanda was robbed. Yeah. Yes. Um... Yeah, so John. If you, John have, if you haven't watched Black Widow Brigade on YouTube, go watch it. It's so um, good. Cast me for season two, Alex G. You're not listening to this for sure, but <laughs> I want to be on season two with Nami and Will. I I don't think I have it in me to play. I was so confused the first time. I don't think the second time would be much better. Never say never, Nami. Um, anyways, John John wants to know why didn't PNF put Candace and Jeremy on the reservation list because they're shitty brothers. I would put obviously Will and Navi would be first. Then I'd put my brother on the on the list. Um yeah. Will, would you put your brothers on the list? And Navi too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I own if I own a restaurant, uh, you know, as they say, everybody's eating. Actually, you know what? My brother's a if I ran a bougie ass restaurant, I know my brother wouldn't eat anything off that menu because he's such a picky eater. You so. gotta put my you gotta put chicken you, you gotta put chicken strips on it for the kids. Yes, mm. but bougie chicken strips. Bougie. Chicken. What about call, call them like chicken. chicken cutlets or something? Yeah, fried chicken cutlets. What about plant based chicken? I've turned into yeah, such a no Los Angeles person. You gotta get the vegans in. The people who yeah. are boycotting meat—they—they so they deserve, they, they deserve no, an experience. I, I love a good a good no, uh, veggie chicken nugget. The you know what's living rent free in my mind? We went to Peace Food in New York and had the best vegan chicken farm. And mm-hmm. literally, I'm desperate to go back to New York just for that vegan chicken farm. But mm-hmm. I love Naomi. But mm-hmm. if I went back to New York, what would I prioritize? No, I'm kidding. I would prioritize Naomi. But um, I don't know. Anyways. Don't let her hear this. She you said, you said it like you hesitated. 
please, Naomi is not <laughs> listening to this podcast. She will come on as a guest, but she will never listen to the podcast. Someone she... at Naomi. No, do not add. Like, uh, we, we go by the Allie Lasher rules. What you're doing out of context. We go by the Allie Lasher rules. Do not at anyone on this podcast. No, no snitch tagging. No snitch tagging. I am pro Allie. snitch tagging. Because you are a maybe, snitch maybe, that, maybe that's the, the rule. That's why <laughs> Twitter was like, bye. <laughs> snitches actually, get snitches. Yeah, but I don't actually snitch tag. I just encourage other people to snitch tag. I do I do like watching. I, I, I just like watching the goss unfold. Uh, and snitch tagging often helps me uh, learn more of, of the goss. Yeah. Um, anyways, Giovanni... Uh, wants to know what other animals would make for good themed restaurants hmm. Hmm. I love an axolotl I love that word what about what about um, uh, a kinkajou a, ooh, a kinkajou a kinkajou I watched Viva recently so mm. kinkajou an echidna ooh. armadillo um, ooh. what about a, a giraffe a giraffe themed restaurant but all of the food oh, is way super tall. There's a giraffe-themed restaurant in Berlin where I went mm. for my 15th birthday when we were in Germany for my dad's business trip. It was pretty good. What about like a like a rainforest cafe situation? Oh, I fuck with rainforest <laughs> cafe. Like I I am so upset that rainforest cafe is definitely going out of business besides the ones in Disney World mm-hmm. because that restaurant is a vibe. Like yeah, the food's not that great, but. Like I am here for themed restaurants. More I was please. I was gonna like, make fun of you experience. for being like for being like quintessential tourist, but I also rock with a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> you have the hat. <laughs> I I do have a hat. I didn't even get the hat at Margaritaville. I got it at a party city. Do you all have <laughs> Halloween costumes? I do. What are you gonna be? Or is it is it? it it's a surprise. Okay, I have ideas. But I need to figure out if if uh, people I want to do group costume with or not. If I have a solo costume, I have it prepped. I just need to I'll buy it. I'll to... I'll tell you off the air what my costume is. Okay. Um, and then granted, we Giovanni... do live we do live three time zones away from each other though, so it's very hard to do a group costume. Mm-hmm. Please, that I have to ask multiple people in different time zones about group costume ideas. We can we can do it on TikTok. Um, and then Giovanni also wants to know, maybe Phineas thought Candace is too good for their restaurant. Please. Phineas thinks highly of himself. He doesn't think highly of Candace. So mm-hmm. I think if anything, he thought Candace was one of the peasants that couldn't be allowed. That's my thought. I don't know about y'all. Uh, I think Candace just like doesn't want to be involved in anything the boys are doing. The boys uh, like, like, I mean, th- she thinks that they're going to ruin anything, uh, in- especially when it comes to her and her and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. she didn't yeah. even want to go to the restaurant at first it was only because jeremy was so insistent on it mm-hmm. agreed um giovanni also asked two questions in the email that i just saw um would Doof's date have been a good addition to the show had she not turned unevil um and i think so yes but yeah. they probably didn't want to pay sheena easton that much yeah that's that's true but i uh, like i i do think like was it despicable me three when there's like a a, a woman villain also oh uh Kristen wig yeah and i think like, it's in the second like, and then she's in the third as well they're like being evil to, i think like i think they could have done that at some maybe early season two is not the right time to do that 
in the show, but I think like having a woman counterpart to Doofenshmirtz would be fine. Besides Charlene. And Besides Charlene. Charlene. Like a, another evil person. Yeah. We stand badass women. You know, I, you know who I ship? Doofenshmirtz and Beautiful Gorgeous. I always wanted to be. From Jimmy Chan. Um, you're going to have to help me. He's the not per- Professor Calamitous's daughter. Oh, like the okay. super spy lady. We're spies. That, that lady. She has a very recognizable voice. Uh, now I gotta look this up. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see. I, I, she might be too young for him, but okay. I see what you're saying. Hey, if she needs a sugar daddy. Well, I think I think uh, Professor Calamitous and Beautiful Gorgeous are just like Doofenshmirtz and Vanessa, but in twenty years. Yeah. Mind blown! You're so right, though. I'm I'm gonna make a TikTok about that. Can I there take you go. that? Okay. Yeah. Giovanni feel free. You can have the idea on the house. If you get paint on grass, wouldn't it be easier to mow it anyways? What do you think? Yeah. I don't know how you. I don't know how anyone's gonna wash grass with sprinklers. <laughs> but the, I, yeah, you know, the paint just goes in the dirt. Yeah. Anyway, it's to skip? it's like uh, it's like how uh, whenever I dyed my hair in high school for a Halloween what did you dye costume. It? What color? One oh. one time ever, I have dyed my hair. I dyed my hair black because I was Pee Wee Herman. Night? Uh, no, it was it was dye. It wasn't it wasn't the like spray that washes out. I dyed my hair black. I dyed was, my hair blonde. And it was that way for a month and a half until I I got a haircut. I dyed my hair blonde, and I went to the Philly Know It Alls. My hair dyed like that. Wow. There are photos out there on the. I did not look bad. I say I think I pulled it off. It was like a coppery blonde, so mm-hmm. I think it worked. But was it a honey mist auburn? I gotta look at that, honey. You missed Auburn big time. This is like the the line from Sweet oh. Life of Zach and Cody. It was supposed to be a honey missed Auburn, honey. You missed Auburn big time. Listen, I've been on a was <laughs> a really place kick, not a Sweet Life kick lately. So you gotta forgive me. Okay, I will take that fall because you did not understand beautiful gorgeous, and that's more embarrassing. Um, so, anyways, let's let's do our our uh our shenanigans that we do here yeah um so what do we start with you decide baby playlist what are these songs william uh i don't even remember the first Evil happy love song or something evil happy love song that uh, like that gets put into the like valentine's day yeah the valentine's day playlist the happy romantic playlist the the going on a date uh, picnic playlist uh, that's that's the vibes I'm getting from this song. Yeah, and then the other song, "Watching and Waiting." That one is. I don't know if this is my first one of the season that's not making anything, um, but uh, no, I. That's a song that I think I would enjoy if I was high. Maybe. I don't know. That's just a thought. Um, and then also we got two appearances from the Perky Worky song this episode. These two episodes, which I did want to yeah. highlight. Um, that's going to be stuck in my head for a few days, which is frustrating, but whatever. Um, besides uh, ep- who won the episode in season two episodes, what's the other thing that we do? Um, is it better than reading? Is it better than, than reading? Yes. Navi, you should be proud of me. I have 
uh, I read uh, last Sunday. Uh, I have been reading Divergent for eight years, the first Divergent book. I read literally a handful of chapters and then always put it down. I have been waiting on pins and needles to find out which, what's it called, thing she picks. And I finally got to the chapter where she makes a decision. Because I always restarted, so be proud of Did me. Did you I not watch read. the movie? No, the movie wasn't the movie. Oh no, was the, the movie was a mess. The fourth one, or the I never finished the Hunger Games series. I was a Percy Jackson kid. Me neither. But that's just because I don't think uh, Hunger Games is very good at the battle royale style thing. But that's oh, Catchy a, Fire. A, the movie slapped so hard. I saw the movies that are not that good furniture. either. Sorry. No. Just the vibe of that night, like such good memories of when I saw it. We saw it on a class field trip on a Saturday night in Jordan's Furniture, which is something that all my mass holes will know what it is. Um, Jordan's Furniture is a time. What is, what is this, Jordan's Furniture? Jordan's Furniture is a furniture store that had a movie theater. Um, oh. It also had a, a water show indoors. Like, okay. had a trapeze set it had okay. an arcade it had a fud records it had oh jimmy john's it had okay. a jelly bean store it was like th- that's the one i went to that's wild it was all like, in a furniture store it's the way to get kids to go with their parents that's my theory mm. and okay. elliot from jordan's is a come he's a legend from the commercials um and he has such a unique look i think based on look alone i would cast him on survivor He's probably very boring because he has this monotone. So just Google Elliot from Jordan's Furniture. All my mascals out there, let me know if you can relate. Naomi, if you are listening to this, ask Danny what he thinks of Jordan's Furniture's. Yeah. Um, and Elliot. Okay. Uh, so yeah, is this better than reading? Uh, watching and reading? No. The rest. Yeah, just s- yes. sitting there is so much worse than reading. Uh, because reading, you actually get to look at something enjoyable. Just sitting there, they're just looking at nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like reading, but without words. It's it's yeah. nothing. It's not even something. But no. yeah, the 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 restaurant I I say is better than reading. The reading that I did was because I was bored of waiting and doing nothing. So, um, so yeah. Anyways, let's get to our our tears. Oh, just we got a, oh. a, a did did Doofenshmirtz impress his professor? I forgot that. Uh, I think I think he did. The invisible thing looked kind of cool, and I would actually kind of want that. Yeah, this um, this invisible inator is like toward the top. I think if, if we were still ranking all of them, like it, it, he made it for a petty reason. It's incredibly <laughs> impressive, and it's really funny. Toward, yeah, yes, I, toward the top and not toward the bottom you know the first thing i would do would be make my whole body invisible and just like float up, like, like be a little bobblehead um that would entertain me so much more like than me the genie yeah also underreported story was the giant baby head got in before candace and the rest yeah of- yeah that was disrespectful we got to make sure if my if if we get mike bloom we can't we can't do a gbh episode. no we got to watch it yeah, ahead we- of time yeah, for sure. Anyways, now let's get to our tiers. So we have the Candace tiers, Queen of Mars, yummy, yummy, yummy. Okay. Okay. Satellite fell to Earth, which we saw in this episode, and then busted. Um, mm-hmm. So we got two episodes to wait or rank. One is Don't Even Blink, episode 205A, 
and we got Shea Platypus, 205B. William, let's start with you with Don't Even Blame because you've been very vocal about your distaste for this episode. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. There was nothing to it. <laughs> like, it was, it was, it was there. I thought the, I honestly thought the, the carnival ride would have been more fun than what they did. I, I liked that it was a little bit of like meta commentary, kind of similar to the Do Nothing Day. But uh, it didn't really hit for me. I, I have this in, in tier four, Satellite Fell to Earth. Um, it was, you know, it was there. I don't think it's, I don't think it's actively bad. I, I'm not going to put it all the way down in busted tier, but uh, I'd, I'd put it in uh, Satellite Fell to Earth. Yeah, that's where I think I'm leaning to, the Satellite Fell to Earth slash the Tenant tier. I think that's where I'm going to put it. Um, that said, I do think the Invisible Ray is is what kept it from the bus. Mm, yeah, yeah, that might. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm going to put it here, 205A. Don't even blink a rink. Navi, what about you? You're the last one we need to hear from on this topic. Uh, yeah, it's a clean sweep. It's in the tenant tier. Uh, I think that the concept, as you talked about, had potential to be interesting because it's uh, it's one of those ones that sort of break the formula, but they just do nothing with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't help that Candace is kind of not super tolerable this episode, in my opinion. I she has better episodes for sure. I do think mm-hmm. the doof plot prevents it from being in the busted tier uh just for the whole flashback of him uh not wanting to open the door for the fireside girls to get buy cookies for off them so yeah i put it in the satellite filter tier as well love that love that now navi do you know where you're gonna put shape platypus or should we go to will first uh no i have an idea of where i want to put it uh i'm actually gonna put it in the yummy 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 tier I really enjoyed this episode, uh, both the uh, Phineas and Ferb slash Candace plot and the Doofenshmirtz plot. Actually, I think the Doofenshmirtz plot, thinking about it, is better, but I didn't actively hate the other one. And they had Mm -hmm. a a sweet ending at the end with Candace and Jeremy, so it all kind of worked out. Yeah, I definitely agree. I I think it it makes sense for the, the restaurant episode to be in the yummy, yummy, yummy tier. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like a lot of the things about this episode were very good. I think it's it comes just short of being, um, yeah. And there were a lot of I'd say iconic things or maybe memorable things. Uh, but I think it's it's just short of being top tier for me. This is maybe the I, I'm not ordering within the tier, but this is maybe my highest yummy 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 tier episode. Yeah. Um. When we put something down, is it locked forever? No. Okay, because I think I already want to change something. I want to move elementary, my dear Stacy, to the yummy, yummy, yummy tier because I think this is in the same level. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's elite like Lake Nose Monster is for me. Mm-hmm. So I think these are both, both elementary, my dear Stacy, and Shape Platypus are both in this level um, with me taking away elementary, my dear Stacy, from Queen of Mars. So that's that's where we're at with me because yeah. I'm going to sweep it like Navi did previously um, with it here. So we got like one like A minus level episode and then one like C episode. Is that mm-hmm. how we feel? Yeah. Okay. And last but not least, who won season two? So for me, I'll start with the first episode. Don't even blink. I got to give it to Doofenshmirtz here because mm-hmm. the pettiness alone 
catapults him into where we stand. Mm-hmm. We have to stand him for that. Um, Navi, do you know what you're doing with this or no? Yeah, I was having trouble figuring out who won the episode. Um, I would say Phineas and Ferb, but then you'd have to like give like both points or both half points. I don't know how that works. So I'll give it to Deep as well because I just really enjoyed that uh, flashback that he had with the Fireside Girls. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was. Well, I was also. I half. I'm. I'm between Doofenshmirtz and Stacy. I like how Stacy. That was who I was between. Just like reading her magazine. Since both of you said Doofenshmirtz, I'll I'll, I'll toss a point to Stacy. Um, Love that. But I, I I really enjoyed any any episode we get a lot of Stacy. I really like. Yeah. Um, so I, I I liked her in this episode. Love that. Love that. So yes, and then do we wanna do we wanna start with Navi for Shape Platypus or do you need more time? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll give it to Candace because like you know at the end of the episode she gets her date with Jeremy and it all kind of works out I guess. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she gets a point from me. Love that. Uh, so Candace gets uh, a point. Is this Candace's first point? No. Uh, no, she she got a point. Uh, I gave her a point in Backyard Aquarium. Yes, we love that. Uh, Will, you made an interesting choice. Do this you wanna, is. Do you want to talk about it? This is Buford's first point. Uh, mm-hmm. I the I was like I was close to giving it to Ferb for being the chef of the restaurant. Uh, I was close to giving it to Candace for her like happy ending with Jeremy. I was honestly even close to giving it to Jeremy. It, it, like we're I feel like Jeremy points are going to be too. Jeremy points are going to be very few and far between. Uh, but he was like he was nice this episode. He went out of his way to make Candace happy and plan this whole date for her. Um, but but Buford as the as the bouncer bringing his own velvet rope that like that was the funniest bit of the whole thing to me. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I gave my point to Buford his his first point of the season. We love that. Give him some points. Um, I was between Buford, Jeremy, and titular Perry the platypus. He got a restaurant named after him, so I'm going to give it to Perry. Mm, like he fair. inspired a whole movement and all these supporters. Um, I do have to ask my requisite question every week. Can I give any points? No, to Nosey this week? no points. Of to course Nosey. not. Uh, we love Nosy here, but with I will say it, for uh, this past episode, the the restaurant episode, I was also considering giving half points to Phineas and Fur because of how much money they may have gotten from selling the restaurant. But yeah, yeah. they stay they, in their bags. They 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 came for their bag. They probably made a lot of money this summer, and I yeah. would like some of that money. Like as we discussed, rent in Los Angeles is not cheap. So Phineas and Ferb, pay your dues, please. As a, as a great politician once said, the rent is too damn high. Y'all, what if I run into Vincent Martella in Los Angeles? Mm, you better get him on here. I will. Um, yeah. Anyways, should we start winding this puppy down? Yeah. No. Before we do plus, I don't think that's a next, phrase. Next week, uh, th- these are two episodes I think I remember both of them. Uh, Perry lays an egg and gaming the system. Yes. By title, I don't think I remember them, but I bet you I will. I think I think it's the one where they do like they shrink. They, uh, I think they turn like video games into like they're the fighting thing where they have the sort of Voltron suit where they're all controlling different body parts of the fighting 
game. Yeah, it's like the mech episode. Yeah. Or the mech episode, yeah. Hmm. I will see. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, so no guests scheduled, but we're going to start bringing back some guests now that we have uh, things going on. So, Navi, let's start with you. What do you have going on in your life that you want people to check out, as well as a pop culture plugaroo? I mean, I would say you can follow me on Twitter at because I'm Navi, but I'm in Twitter jail, so uh, I guess hold off on that. Um, Wait, also, yes, I forgot we can we can talk about uh, our our latest poll on Spotify. If you, oh my God, don't even get me started on that. You (laughs) voted in your own poll. Who votes in their own poll? You're skewing the results. You can vote in the poll too, but I don't have Spotify. Oh, you can, ha- you can pay someone to vote for it or not even pay. So it's a 50-50 uh, vote right now. Uh, Will Blossom, Felipe Bubbles. Now, Will is Blossom in both of the results. Um, and then uh, Navi and I, half the population thinks that I'm Bubbles. Half of them think Navi is Bubbles. So. Yeah. I thought and we then, established that I'm Mojo Jojo. Yes, that's what we established. Um, and then what trio should we sort the hosts into next week? Huey, Dewey, and Louie is the one response we got. Um, thank you to that one listener. I don't know. I don't know enough of a, enough of a difference. Me neither. I, I just needed the, a trio. I, I whichever one is blue, I'm that one because I like the color blue. Uh, that's Louie. Okay, Huey's I'm the red kidding. one. Dewey's I green. Don't even know which one is which. Ooh, wait. But which of the chipmunks are we? That's the real question. Oh, because I think ooh. I'm Theodore. But I also have Alvin. No, I'm Alvin. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Sure. I would no, this, this can be the next poll, but I think, I think, um, I think Will Simon, Navi Theodore, yeah, and I'm I Alvin. I think I'm. Yeah, I think yeah. I, that's what I was gonna say too. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm definitely Simon. For sure. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think Navi is is Theodore. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse McCartney. And I was in an episode of New Girl, apparently, because Justin Long was Alvin. Yeah. Anyways, now the, I interrupted your plugs. Oh, yeah. As for my pop culture plug, first off, I'm really excited that Sora from Kingdom Hearts is finally mm-hmm. in Smash. Uh, you could tell by if you uh, followed my Twitter before I, I went to Twitter jail, I was liking a ton of fan art of uh, people drawing Sora in Smash. It was so cute. Anyway, uh, my pop- You were watching on the Nintendo like live stream, right? You weren't even yeah. just, like, reading Twitter. Yeah, I watch all of the Nintendo directs. I'm, I'm that I'm, I'm that person. Um, as for my uh, pop culture plug, uh, Metroid Dread came out and it is so good. Um, if you're into, uh, it's the game where Samus and Zero Suit Samus are from. It's really a good game, and I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Is it a hot take to say that I prefer playing a Zero Suit Samus than Samus? In, uh, no, I, I think Zero Suit I, Samus is the better player. I think it's like, a hot take, but not hot in the way that you think it is. <laughs> okay, Will's calling me a perv on this call, and I am not okay with that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thank you, Navi, for your support uh, and your kindness. William. Just to correct myself, the episode I had in mind is actually season two, episode 36, Brain Drain. So I don't know what there gaming this is. 36 episodes in this season? Oh, there's like 
Yeah, there's, there's we have a lot. 22 on this one. Yeah, because that's not all of season two. There's a lot. Um, Damn. But uh, yeah, so I, I uh, didn't. Ha- I don't know what this episode is. We'll talk about it next week. We'll find out. Um, so you can follow me anywhere at Davis, Will. Uh, we had a new episode of Everyone and Their Brother. It was me and TJ. We were talking about many things, mostly my complaints of Taco Bell and how they advertise that, oh, you've got this new uh, chicken sandwich taco, but I go there a half dozen times in a month, and every time they don't have the damn thing, it's this whole thing. You can you can follow me on Twitter to hear about this, or you can follow that show at EATB Podcast. Um, my pop culture plug of the week one of my favorite Netflix shows is back. Uh, it is, if you're looking for oh, wholesome content, go watch The Babysitter's Club on Netflix. It is an incredibly sweet show. Um, it tackles some very um, challenging real-world things, but presents them in a way that is digestible to children and makes sense for them. Uh, it's, it's, it's a really mature show um in in that sense uh it is it is such a good feel if you want to just like feel good watching tv go watch the babysitter's club on netflix season two just came out it's so good i love it shout out to my friend angel who works for the production company or one of the i don't know what walden meeting is is it the production company or the the whatever She, she works on it so shout out to her and uh yeah and one of the girls is gonna be america chavez who's one of my favorite like yeah they they replaced her in uh season two really well yeah it was dawn was replaced yeah she i thought she she was mary ellen no oh no she she was dawn yeah she played dawn Uh... in season one and then they replaced her because she's busy filming this uh uh dr strange movie wow i was racist to my own people thinking that the latinas were the same yeah that's like the only like marianne marianne spear played by malia baker uh yeah. she's she's great she yeah, she no, has she's, a, she's a, a she was just like different than incredible moment in season one that, that definitely made me cry watching it it's such a good show yeah i've only seen the first four episodes um but i will get back into it uh, in terms of me uh brazilian dragon is coming back a lot of discussion of the B movie on Renap, but we, we claimed that first. So mm-hmm. Naomi and I will be back. Jacob will be joining us, potentially Chappelle. And let's see if Ooh. we can round up more people on that. Like maybe we yeah. can get a podcast, yeah. but um, the B movie will be covered eventually. Also, Scooby Snacks and Chats will return. Uh, the great Caitlin Blacken and I wrapped up a high school musical, the musical series. We did a Brant Seal that was chaotic and fun and so great too. Yeah. Was this the Hunger Games thing? Yes, it was. Uh, we wish Sam and Chandler could have joined us, but Sam had plans that night or something that mm. we recorded. Um, and then lastly, I was on Rob has a podcast talking about Hispanic and Latinx representation in honor of Latinx Heritage Month. Mm-hmm. And I had a great conversation. I've gotten some really nice messages from people who are Latinx in the community. Like I just was doing this passion project about reality TV and representation I went to Rob. I did not expect like so many people to be like as touched as they were mm-hmm. from it. Like, and this is just like a tiny podcast. Imagine yeah. like, what seeing these people on TV could do for people. So that was really cool. And yeah. if you have a great podcast, that, highly, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, Humby especially, but Geneva as well. They were both so vulnerable and open, and I am so appreciative of them and Rob for giving me the platform. 
Um, and then, yeah, uh, in terms of pop culture plugs, it is probably the last podcast. Actually, maybe when this drops, Latinx Heritage Month will be over. So I'm going to plug one more Latinx thing. Vivo on Netflix. It is a cute little Netflix animated movie. Probably my favorite Netflix movie of the animated movie of the year. It made me cry. Uh, and it's just like a lot of fun. And it has some fun songs. Uh, Missy Elliott is in the credits version of one song. So highly recommend Um if anyone, uh, sorry, well, I know you're partial to Mitchell's versus the machines, but I think this is better than that. No, I, 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 I would like to watch Vivo too. I'm, I'm excited to watch it. I love it. Um, it has a great cast. Um, Nicole Byer showed up and I was like, Nicole Byer. I love Trudy her. Judy. <laughs> love her. Um, she's another one of those people in LA that I'm like, Oh my God, if I see Nicole Byer, I will like be so excited. Mm-hmm. Anyways, with all that said, is the hashtag free Navi? Hashtag free Navi. Yes, free me Will? from Twitter jail. We'll take it away. Corn dog, corn dog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. Oh, I forgot. I have to stop the recording. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing, Isabella Buford. Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you. Do either of y'all need a break or not? Two bangers. Did 